Hello and welcome to episode five of the Source podcast. As always with me, your host, Kevin Halligan. I am a director of finance and financial services at Azon Recruitment Group. And every week I do a podcast about talent acquisition and recruitment covering a range of issues related to each area and also uh, HR, career development and strategy. Um, this week I had a really interesting podcast which hopefully listeners will enjoy. It focuses on looking at your own career and career development I was joined by Sophie Rohn to explore the topic. Sophie will be uh, well known to uh, a number of people. She is an author of two best-selling books, Happy at Work and Brilliant Career Coach. And she is a coaching psychologist who works both with individuals and companies. And we spoke this week about self-directed career management and I hope you enjoy the conversation, covers a variety of topics, you know, firstly speaking about the concept, some practical advice that Sophie would give to people on managing their own careers, the challenges associated with it uh, during the current COVID times, um, and some positive and practical steps that people could do to um, develop their own careers and particularly looking into to 2021 at the back end of uh, quite a, a tough year for many people. So without further ado, I'll introduce the conversation with Sophie and I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. Thank you. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Source podcast. I'm absolutely delighted this week to be joined by Sophie Rome. Sophie is a coaching psychologist who has worked with hundreds of individuals and companies over the past 15 years on making work a better place to be. Um, she is the best-selling author of Happy at Work and Brilliant Career Coach, uh, two excellent books, and her Coaching for Job Success and Satisfaction program is renowned for helping people set and achieve clear and rewarding career goals. She's a regular speaker at company events on well-being and performance, and I'm delighted she's on the show. We are going to be speaking today about self-directed career management, but before we get into that conversation, Sophie, if you would like to introduce yourself to maybe anyone who is listening and is not aware of you and, and what it is you do. Great. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, delighted to be here today to talk to you. And uh, my name is Sophie Rowan, as uh, Kevin said, and I am partner at Pinpoint. We're a company of career specialists based in Dublin. And we mainly work in the area of coaching psychology, uh, career management, well-being, and executive recruitment. Um, so the main area that I focus on is coaching individuals uh, in organizations or individuals who come to me privately. And obviously during a, this period of great kind of transformation and change, um, the coaching conversation is slightly different. And the concept of self-directed career management and indeed self-directed learning is more relevant than ever. So I'm looking forward to having that chat with you today, Kevin. Great. And look, thanks a million for, for coming on. We had chatted a couple of weeks back about a variety of, of topics that we could potentially discuss. And obviously there's, there's loads of things and loads of things that are particularly topical at the moment with all the change going on in the world. But I think the self-directed career management is probably particularly important at the moment 
particularly in terms of a lot of companies and, and people are, are kind of in survival mode. It's, it's a bit of a year mm. of, you know, do what needs to be done to keep things going and just focus yeah. on the next day and the next week. Yeah. I think people probably naturally put their longer term career goals to the side, which is understandable, but it's, it's not necessarily the, the right thing to do either. So uh, I guess, yeah, very keen to, to, to chat about that today. And I think it'd be mm-hmm. good, uh, Sophie, if you could maybe give um, listeners a, a bit of an idea of, you know, the whole concept of, of self-directed career management. Yeah, great. Well, um, it comes mainly from uh, one of the big kind of fields of psychology called, uh, you know, it sits under the umbrella of motivation theory, which many of you will know uh, focuses on um, how we behave in relation to our needs and our goals. So Maslow would be a big proponent of what's important to us at various times in our uh, in our lives and how that applies to careers um, and in particular during the pandemic was that what we saw was people's um, hierarchy of needs shifted very considerably. So organizationally, uh, they had to just get everybody Wi-Fi and get people ho- home working. On an individual basis, you're right, Kevin, it did mean that people kind of put their career plans on hold and really went into, into battle in a way to say, okay, we need to do what we can to keep our, 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 our BAU going. Mm-hmm. And now we're at a stage six months in where people are, uh, one, kind of quite tired after what has been a very demanding few months, um, but also really starting to think about their own needs again. Um, and rightly so, because we all need that in our career, uh, in our career uh, lives and our career planning. We need to have some, some sense of what's, you know, what's around the corner. And that's where self-determination theory comes in. It's really about steering your own ship. So one of the kind of analogies that we use at Pinpoint is very much about, you know, who's in the driving seat of your career. It's a really simple right. question, but it's really amazing what comes out of it. You know, particularly when you talk to, say, younger uh, people who are just new in the workforce or where you talk to people who've been in, in an organization for a long time, where there's a very strong organizational culture. And many times it, it, it transpires that it's not the individual themselves, you know, it's their manager or it's what's happened in the industry or it's a particular organizational focus that is pushing their career agenda. And what the self-determination theory uh, asks people to do is really to kind of stop and think and say, look, what is it that I want? What's important to me? And how am I going to progress it? So those very simple questions, but they're often the questions that we don't get time to think about. So, um, you know, the world of work has, has changed even quite apart from the pandemic that we're in at the moment. You know, the whole way of kind of learning and progressing has really changed as well. Yeah. So when I'm talking to, you know, my, my kind of my HR um, uh, colleagues in organizations, um, you know, this idea of self-directed learning is what, you know, what's happening at the moment. So the talent agenda is very much driven by the person themselves. So instead of mandatory training or, you know, having a, a kind of allocation of two days or five days training a year, it's very much down to the individual to come up with a business case. Uh, a rationale and yes how it will uh, you know service the needs of the organization and the team that they work in and but also the personal agenda is also very much you know we've moved very much from a kind of worker as worker to whole person as worker so we bring our whole selves to work and that has also changed and shifted the conversation about you know development and talent and progression 
and career fulfillment and career strategy and management. Yeah, there definitely does seem to have been a big shift over the last number of years. Like even when I started out and worked in Bank of America eight, nine years ago, it yeah. was very much, this was your monthly review with your manager, this is your yeah. review. But obviously we see the trends with some of the big, larger multinationals dropping yeah. that whole concept of managers doing, yeah. the, managers doing the performance reviews. Yeah, for so sure. It, it is a shift, but I think in some ways it makes it more difficult for people because... Yeah they didn't have to put the thought into it. I mean, obviously they did, yeah. but there was a bit of structure around thinking about your career and it was the firm probing the questions and getting you to think about it. Yeah. You don't really see that as much anymore. Like how, yeah. how do people deal with that shift? You know, how, how do they, you know? Well, if you learn a new set of skills, Kevin, um, I mean, you know, the, that traditional kind of linear career path is pretty much non-existent. I mean, it is. There are still traces of it in some of the professions, if you like, yeah. where you know your accountancy. You do your your accountancy exams in the law. Um, you know, so you know, in some professions, you will still see that quite a kind of a linear path into a career and through a career. But now we're much more talking about a very multifaceted uh, way of weaving your way around. You know, what we call a career web. So it's almost like you've to build up a number of very quite, sometimes quite diverse skill sets. Um, and then of course you have that kind of dual career model, which is you either become a specialist or a people manager. And mm -hmm. um, so, you know, there's lots of different ways in which you need to be kind of fluent and articulate in your career thinking and, and in your career doing. And without a doubt, those who are, you know, who, who can um, adopt a self-directed approach are one much more likely to be successful in their career. So their yep. progression trajectory is, is quicker and, and um, you know, more accomplished if you like. Mm. And, but you know, as importantly, if not more importantly, they are more fulfilled because they are, I suppose that they are kind of following their own, their own path or their own um, destiny, if you want to use a very grand term for us. Yeah. Um, that, that all makes sense. Right. And like, in terms of the chat today, you know, we won't have enough time to get into all of the depth and, and detail of it. But yeah. at the most basic level for someone who is thinking about now, okay, we've survived the last few months. My career is still important. You know, mm -hmm. what can I do to further it? And maybe who aren't overly familiar with the concept of, of self-directing their own career at a kind of basic level, where should they start? Yeah. You know, what, what would I do okay. in, in terms of a plan? Yeah, well, it's a good question uh, where to start because that's what it's all about. You know, it really is about, you know, sitting up, taking a deep breath and saying, OK, I'm going to think differently about how I manage myself and my career. So what I end up talking to a lot of my clients about is, you know, really making that very conscious shift into, yes, of course, my organization and my manager and the career conversations that I have will be important. But actually, the most important thing is going to be, one, my own career thinking and how that encapsulates my, my, my aspirations and my goals and my expectations. Um, and two, how does my sense of work identity support that? So do I believe that I can achieve what I want to achieve? Um, so Herminia Barra talks a lot about work identity and you know, how we shape and shift our work identity as we work through our careers. And 
you know, it's become really common in organizations to use what they call a career narrative. So, you know, telling that story of your career mm. so that you are the central character um, and not the supporting cast. And okay. who are you in that in that piece or in that performance um, and where are you going? So some of them are kind of the big philosophical questions mm. about what do I want to be when I grow up? But some of these things are really practical. You know, what am I good at? What do I enjoy? What kind of environment energizes me? What kind of people energize me? Um, or am I much happier working on my own? So, you know, really tapping into who you are as a person, your personality traits and what that suggests about your work approach. Um, and then learning what we call the career savvy set of strategies. So again, um, it starts. It all starts with self awareness, Kevin. So yeah. um, you know, and and really knowing yourself and knowing what's important to you, knowing what you want, and then taking that really good hard look at the marketplace and saying, well, where do I fit best, and where are the opportunities? Um, and then the the career savvy set of strategies is all about you know profile building. Um, you know, network hard and soft. So my strategic mm -hmm. network, um, my soft network is mentors and career buddies and yeah. career coaches. Um, and then that whole idea of my learning plan. So we are expected in this day and age to manage our own talent agenda. Now, organi some organizations are really good at supporting that and sponsoring that, but we are expected to know what we want and why we want it. So really being clear about what learning and development, and it doesn't always have to be solid qualifications or academic qualifications or professional qualifications. In fact, there's a much bigger focus now on behavioral or experiential learning. So, you know, so how you grow and develop as a person. So even things that you do outside of work have relevance for the conversations that you're having at work about your career. So that kind of whole person experience, again, is, is really sometimes what can separate people um, in their career trajectory as, you know, future stars or uh, persons of potential or future managers and leaders. Yeah, OK. It's, it's really interesting, like, and, and that whole concept of bringing your whole self to work, it, you know, yeah. it comes up, it comes up a lot these days. And as you mentioned there, like it's really as much as like your whole life is totally integrated now. So you say it's, it's what you do outside of work as well. So on that basis, when you're looking for advice and how to progress your career, is it as important to be talking to people that are totally outside your work organization? Yeah, well, I mean, when I talk to very senior executives, Kevin, a lot of, um, you know, they're kind of, their, their, their career CV is really, really strong. Um, their experience is really vast, but you know what is you know the question is always if you're going for the top job, what is it that's going to separate you? And sometimes that isn't a work, uh, you know, an in you know an in-house work activity. It's about you know again that whole thing of raising your profile outside of your you know within your industry. So speaking at networking mm. functions or professional um, industry events or it's about sponsoring a charity event and you know, starting a conversation about something different to your core function. So maybe something around uh, you know, your corporate social responsibility and how is, that, how is that lived out in the community in which you're based. Um, or sometimes it's just about having a really interesting story. So you know, everybody is now kind of climbing mountains and you know, yeah. <laughs> swimming seas and doing all sorts of really impressive physical pursuits. Yeah. Um, and 
you know, they are bringing those things into the workplace or they're doing amazing kind of creative uh, projects or they're doing amazing charity initiatives or they're, you know, they're involved in, they have another life that is, that is separate to them. Um, but, but really adds to their, their story, their professional career story. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm laughing because I'm one of those people at the moment, I'm training for, for the Dublin Marathon. Oh, well um, done. Running that for the, the Irish Cancer Society. But oh, well done, you. It, it is, uh, yeah, it's funny, like I don't really think about it in terms of how it affects work other than I'm fitter and probably sharper mind and healthier than I've Great. been in, in a long time. And I think, if anything, the last few months have been a bit of realisation to people that like, you know, when, when work is more challenging and, you know, nothing seems certain, then you need a life outside of work as well. And you need goals that you can set for yourself other than just doing really well at work because so many people, through no fault of their own, work has gone poorly or, you know, they risk losing a job or they have lost a job. So again, yeah. it's that kind of whole self-concept. It's not enough sure. just to be focused on moving to the next step in your, in your, in your job, yeah. you know? That's it. And actually, you'll find that, um, and this is well backed up by research, that, you know, when you do take on a passion project or a personal project, there is a bump in your career in the immediate aftermath because you are energized. You know, you are fulfilled. You are all, often feeling more confident. So, you know, the three big areas that people work on outside of work are physical. So you're running the marathon. Yeah. Um, creative. So some people, you know, learn to paint, you know, in their 40s or 50s and produce a beautiful work of art or, you know, redo their house. Um, and also spiritual. Some, so some people really invest in, you know, their spiritual side and, and make some kind of a personal breakthrough that then allows them to progress uh, a different, you know, path or, or have a different conversation at work. So it's, it's, a, it's a really great, and, and particularly now just for mental health, it yeah. is absolutely uh, totally necessary for people to have some out of work focus because we're not getting everything that we used to get at work. That's really, really clear. Um, yeah. you know, we're, for a lot of people, yeah, the prospect of being back in the office is not a reality until 2021 at the earliest. Yeah. yeah. And that timeline has been pushed out all of the time. So, and you know, there are some people who are looking now at, at being based at home and, you know, so how are you going to, you know, how are you going to create the connection that you used to have with your people, with your team, with your, you know, the buzz of working in town or in a big office mm. or, you know, business park or whatever your workplace was, how are you going to create a new sense of, you know, energy? Um, and that's really important for everybody to find because we're really, you know, we're hearing some kind of slightly worrying stories about people feeling, you know, getting into kind of bubbles of isolation or just really losing their mojo if you like yeah no and like i think there's a lot to that you know um once people lose the social connection of, of yeah. work and then it's yeah. obviously very little or at least a lot less to do with the weekends and stuff and it's quite yeah. easy to get withdrawn and i know there'll be people listening that are, are in that spot and maybe wondering like you know, how can I drive my career when I can't even meet a friend for dinner or, or yeah. coffee, you know? Um, but what kind of practical advice, if any, would you have for, for people in that spot? Like what, what can you do as a, maybe a small step to, you know, to, to help with the career? Like, is it, you know, is it maybe 
I don't know, is it trying to have a, a Zoom where it's just a coffee with someone that's yeah. in, in work, but not necessarily about specific work things or what, what advice have you seen? or what would you Well, have? I'm, t- I'm talking to a lot of my clients, kind of company clients and individual clients um, at the moment, Kevin, about, you know, really setting up kind of a healthy work kind of schedule for themselves. So where you know, in the absence of having your, 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 your team and the buzz of being in an, you know, in a, in an organization or in town or whatever around you, that you find ways to create that in your, in your own locality. So, um, you know, it is about kind of reaching out and saying, look, you know, you live a kilometer away from me and we're both working from home. Why don't we meet for an afternoon walk? Um, so even really simple things like that, um, you know, so the getting up, and the moving is really important and even ergonomically and kind of for our own kind of OCH health, it's really, you know, that whole thing of, I know um, all the OCH health people are saying, you know, it's now standing up and moving once an hour. It used to be once every 90 minutes, but now it's once an hour, get up and move. Um, So that physical thing is really important, but actually more importantly, it is, it is to take the time to reflect and to give a bit of time to yourself uh, to say, well, look, what do I want to do in 2021? We may be nearer a sense of normal, uh, you know, back to a sense of normal, but we're, we're going to be moving into a different challenge in that we could be moving nearer towards recession. Um, so, you know, hiring freezes are now commonplace. Um, internal promotions are now common, or internal promotions, a lot, a lot, a lot of those have been stalled. So mm. um, it's really about having the creative conversation. Um, so that is the conversation with your manager generally that's the most important person who's going to give uh you know potential to your to those career conversations um and i would say again where it can happen face to face socially distant walks a lot of people are walking and talking yeah. so you find a place and i you know i'm saying this a lot to managers as well you know if it is geographically possible it's not always but try and get to see your people you know, once, you know, once every six weeks, depending on the size of your team. Um, but, you know, a cup of tea over the garden wall, um, you know, so observing all of the social distancing protocols um, yeah. outside, you know, we have a big outside uh, world there that is now much more open to us. And everybody is, as I say, you know, swimming, hiking and all of that, but yeah. even walking, you know, people are out and they're just walking the streets because, um, you know, we need one the the the, the kind of the, the physical um, input, um, but also it's it's that chance to 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 get connections, and sometimes you need new connections now, and um, yeah. so it is connecting with your community as much as connecting with colleagues as uh, you know as as you can. Yeah, no, that's important. I think everyone can can relate to, I suppose, at the back end of the first big lockdown or wherever it may be, yeah. when you were allowed to visit family members and stuff. And- that's right just going and having a conversation with yeah. your, your parents or grandparents or whoever right. over a cup of tea was like a life-changing moment, you know, it's just the really yeah. small things that everyone takes for granted. So, um, not as a lot of good practical tips there, I think for people, Sophie. Um, and actually I just want to touch on a point you, you mentioned a bit earlier about career yeah. being a bit more of a spider web and previous, you think of careers in a quite linear fashion, right? And you mentioned mm. there may be no promotions happening in workplaces at the yeah. moment. So, like for your career development plan, let's say, um, like what, what is the, like, should people just think of development in terms of how do I get to the next level in the organization or 
is it more about having a, a rounded skill set or, or a combination of, of both really mm. Good, good question, Kevin. Um, it really depends on your own personal agenda. You know, for, for, for some people, career progression is the big driving force. So we need to recognize that. Mm. But in the absence of, you know, internal promotions happening, how can you make sure that you're match fit for when they do come back on stream? So that's yeah. really the conversation that I'm having, which is, look, we may have pressed pause on, you know, anything, anything massively uh, career oriented. Um, in terms of progression, but this is the this is a really good period of one reflection and two enrichment. Um, so you know, I'm I'm advising people to really widen their career network. So now yeah. is the time to be, you know, finally being able to get back to doing maybe your CPD with your professional body. Mm -hmm. um, everything is now on Zoom. So what I found is that, you know, I can now attend events that I couldn't before because they were in London or the States. Yeah. Everybody, so we, you know, everything is much more accessible. Um, so even putting down, you know, putting a figure on it. So saying, okay, you know, three to four hours a month of CPD. And I can now do that with a really good quality provider, really top class uh, keynote speakers because you know we're not traveling you know we're, we're now doing everything on our screens so that's a potential upside there's a lot of free training available online and um, all of the you know if you're in a big organization there is just so much being offered to you in terms of support in this arena either through hr or talent and l or l and mm. um, there is heaps and heaps being offered and in fact somebody <laughs> said to one of my clients said to me recently if i get another survey asking me how i'm doing and all of this <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so but anyway look it is much safer to over communicate than under communicate but you get the point point. Yeah. and um, sometimes that just becomes a big confusing uh, thing of okay I have to look after my mental health. You know, this, the, the list of things to look after has got longer. Yeah. So you just keep it really simple. You know, one thing for myself and my well-being every day and one thing every week for my career. So mm -hmm. good conversation with a colleague or an ex-colleague, you know, setting up, um, you know, a career mentoring or career buddy or career coaching, you know, uh, signing up to an online course either through your company or through your industry body or through, you know, a university so much really good stuff and um, a lot of it very highly subsidized so this is you know again if you can just keep those two big themes you know reflection what do i want and enrichment you know how do i how do i kind of make my cv look a little bit kind of stronger or, yeah. or it put a bit a bit more sheen to it okay yeah. and then of course the important thing is start the conversations you know start you know and i i, I was uh talking to one of my HR directors recently and she was saying like literally first of September she got you know 20 kind of random calls from people saying what's the plan yeah. <laughs> so we all kind of got to the end of August and said okay and you know the summertime wrapped up in that as well yeah but you know, people really want to know there is a hunger there for some kind of predictability and you know, the bottom line is the HR departments don't always have the answers. The man, your managers don't always have the answers. Yeah. So a lot of the time they are batting it back to you to say, well, look, what are you looking for? What's important to you? And how can you show me how it will benefit us? And of course, benefit you. So it is back to that kind of classic formula of, you know, finding the, you know, finding the fit and finding how you can, you know, upskill and resource yourself uh, technically 
and also behaviourally for what is on your agenda for 21. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And to um, just to change perspective slightly then, Sophie, if you are a manager and yeah. people are relying on you to help them with their career development, you know, I suppose, what can you do to encourage people to develop their own plan, but also not put it all on them, let's say? Oh, well, this is where I will do a little plug for, I just have to get it here for my shelf for this. Okay, this is a great resource um, for managers. And actually, I know a lot of managers who just kind of say, look, you know, a couple of copies that, a couple, a couple of copies of that to pass around, because it literally is a coaching program in a book. Um, it doesn't replace, you know, what, what kind of one-to-one -one coaching is. Yeah. But for people just getting into the headset of saying, okay, I'm now moving into the driving seat. Back to that concept of mm -hmm. I'm in control here. I'm steering my own ship. Um, I'm going to go after something that's important for me. Um, yeah, I mean, th there's so many books um, that are fantastic. Um, my own book, Brilliant Career Coach, um, you know, What Color Is Your Parachute, How to Get a Job You Love, John Lee's. Um, they're really good kind of starting points mm -hmm. for just getting your head in the right direction. Um, but a good, you know, a good manager will, be, will do a little bit more than say, here, read a few books. Yeah. They'll also say, look, here's what I can see about you. And again, something else that I'm telling people or advising people to do during this time is to do their own 360. So now is a really good time to canvas, you know, you know, how do other people see me? And mm -hmm. is it the same as I, how I see myself? So as I go into the end of 20 and I'm thinking, okay, 2021, here's what I want to do, whether it's, you know, up the ladder or, you know, sideways or reskill or study or whatever it is, go and work for a particular company or in a particular sector or go and, you know, work for an SME or a large, you know, multinational. Um, you know, find out from your peers, from people that you see every day. And, you know, the pandemic is actually a good way of starting that conversation to say, look, we've been working together for the last six months, um, you know, online practically. Uh, you know, here's four questions about me that I'd love you to spend five minutes on. Yeah. So it's brave, but it's very, very enlightening. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough exercise, but it is. Very, very worthwhile. And, and to be fair, and I know things have changed slightly, but when I was in the bank previously, they encouraged people, particularly that had aspirations to be managing people, to, to do this exercise yeah. and to take stock of, of what other people think. Uh, yeah. And it's always nerve-wracking, but uh, when you see some common yeah. themes come across, it, it's That's kind it. of very clear what, what you need to do, you know? Yeah. Um, and look, you mentioned, right, people taking stock then for, for 2021 and thinking about it and, and maybe to kind of close out the conversation you know what what practical things can people do there because look the world hopefully will be more positive as we move into 2021 but it's going to be it seems like it'll be pretty similar for the the I next think, few months anyway you know so uh, what can people do i say particularly if they've just been living in the moment for the last few months and just getting yeah. on day to day but how can you take back control of your career looking into yeah. the new year yeah. Yeah. Good question. Um, and actually pandemic or not, we do a lot of kind of next year planning on careers from, you know, September to December mm. and even earlier, uh, you know, the, the, the more senior you are. Um, so 
where do you start? Um, you start with yourself and what's important to you for the next year. So really setting out what your own priorities are. And then, you know, your career success and accomplishment is all about the thinking that you put into your career. So that's the reflection and the learning that you do from yourself and others. Yeah. And then the doing, you know, and the doing is, you know, sometimes we're very good at knowing what we want, but not putting it, you know, not matching mm -hmm. it up to, well, what do I actually need to do here? So um, I think I've spoken a little bit about, bit about thinking, you know, so that, that reflection, building self-awareness, having good conversations with your manager, carrying out your own 360. And then based on all of what you find there, setting, you know, one short-term, one long-term goal. That's absolutely sufficient. Now, these are separate to, you know, what you'll do in your performance review, which are very yeah. much organizationally focus, focused. Um, so one short-term, one long-term goal. Perfect. Um, and then what is it that I, you know, where's the gap? What do I need to do? Sometimes a short-term goal is as simple as doing an online course so that you can learn a new skill set technically. Yeah. A long-term goal might be building a better relationship with my manager, you know, you know, and maybe that's something, you know, investing in, you know, particularly as you mature throughout your career, you know, what you, what you realize very quickly is your career success is not just based on how good you are at your job. It's based on your emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. And I think the brand of kind of leadership that we're seeing now is, you know, we've gone from that kind of authentic leadership where it is the whole person experience. And we're moving into this kind of empathic leadership. So people who are very, very, you know, kind of really well attuned to um, how people are doing in the organization. So if you want to build a skill set for progression, um, you know, building your emotional intelligence, um, really learning how to relate to all people, not just people mm. you're comfortable with, but all people. Um, that's a really, you know, that's going to, that's going to, that's going to be useful for you in whatever it is you're trying to do. Um, and you know, it 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 means that you start with the most important first per person first, which is your manager. You know, so uh, I've worked on myself. Now I need to influence my manager to support me and to sponsor me in what it is I want to do. And if I don't have that relationship, then it's not going to work for me. So I invest in, you know, investing in relationships and really getting kind of savvy about how to build your strategic network, but also your soft network, your emotional network. And um, that's the big, you know, that, that's the big differentiator in, in, in seeing people really move. You know, the ones that invest in those networks and you know they're savvy again about their profile as well you know so the stretch projects you know the um you know doing the interesting stuff outside of work you know organizing the charity initiative those mm. kind of extracurriculars they all count for a lot as well okay uh, and the to clarify again when you talk about the soft network it's yeah you know potential mentors is it people yeah. your peers but maybe in other organizations um or who else yeah absolutely. In that? yeah absolutely i mean never keep your your career conversations uh to one organization mm. even if you've been with them for a long time you need to be talking to other people maybe other people who are in a similar career on a similar career path to you but a couple of years ahead clearly they're very important people to connect with yeah um, and now the whole world is so available to us that if you drop somebody a line on linkedin and say look i love the look of your cv love to have a chat, you'll probably receive a response within five minutes, you know, yes. we're, so, we're so kind of hyper-connected. But um, 
yeah, I mean, you know, when we talk about the emotional network or that kind of relationship network, it is about not just kind of buddies and coaches and supporters. We also talk about the challenger, you know, the person who really puts it up to you. So who's the person who kind of gives you a bit of a hard time, uh, but who pushes you? Yeah. Um, you know, the career confidant, the person you can offload to. So, you know, you potentially have, you know, six or eight active people in your strategic network. And then similarly, six or eight people active in your emotional network. And if you have those two sounding boards and supports and challenges, then you've got a really winning formula for making things happen for yourself. Okay. Okay. Brilliant. And I think that's a very sound advice to, to finish the conversation up on today, Sophie. If there are people listening that want to hear more from you, either from an organizational level or, or in terms of personal coaching, um, where is the best place to find you? Um, well, our website is pinpoint.ie. Um, but just drop me an email and we'll, uh, we'll have a coffee. I'm sophie.rowan at pinpoint.ie. Great. Look, I will uh, share those links out as well when we when we publish the podcast. But from my point of view, Sophie, I, I could have let the conversation go a lot longer. I found it really, really interesting and some really practical uh, tips and takeaways that people can do straight away, I guess, to, Im- to improve the direction of the career and to really take control of it. Um, thanks a million for, for coming on today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you once again for listening to the Source podcast. I really, really enjoyed that chat with Sophie. Personally, I could listen to her all day. I think some of the advice she gives is just excellent and also put into very manageable takeaways and and action points that anyone can look at, really. Her two books are fantastic. Um, She does career coaching. She's a speaker. Uh, a lot of companies that we work with use our services and I'll post the contact details uh, when I put the podcast up. But I just think for, for anyone really wanting to take control of your own career and particularly, as we said on the podcast, the way the last six, seven months at this stage have gone, it's probably caused a lot of people to put a bit of a pause in their careers and just focus on the day-to-day and keeping things going but no better time as we come to the end of the year and any year really to plan and focus on yourself for, for 2021 and particularly in the, the new age of career development where it isn't just the linear path and work and the best and most successful people and there's different definitions of success are really thinking of their career in a long linear way as, as Sophie mentioned. So um, yeah, really hope you enjoyed this show as much as I did and I will look forward to seeing you all again next week. Thank you.